According to Time Magazine, it estimated that for a millennial with 40 years until retirement, $1 million in savings is not likely sufficient, unfortunately. Taking into account 3% inflation over that time period, which, as we know, inflation at this point of this episode is a bit higher than 3%, it would be worth just $306,000 in today's money. So, again, 40 years later, your $1 million is only going to be worth $306,000. Now, that is pretty discouraging, right? Well, today, Dave is going to give you some encouraging news. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. So in the last episode, we told you how you could save $1 million for retirement. But uh, as I mentioned, kind of at the beginning of the episode, chances are you're going to need more than that. And so Dave's going to break down how you can do just that. Well, thanks, uh, Nate. And thanks, everyone, for listening to my podcast. I appreciate your faithful listening and I hope you're learning something every week. So just to touch real quickly on what Nate said to get this uh, podcast started, you know, a million dollars at a 3% inflation is going to be worth $306,000 in today's dollars. And if you're not understanding what we're saying is at the end of 40 years, you're still going to, your bank account's going to show that you have a million dollars in the account. But because of the cost of inflation, that million dollars can buy so much less than it could in today's dollars. And it's called the, the future value of money or the time value of money. And uh, it does it does take a toll. And the goal in the U.S. for the economy to be where they want it to be, that at least the brains, uh, so to speak, in that business, is to have 2% inflation. You need a little bit of inflation, but they don't want to go over that. And right now, it's like 8.4%. And uh, so that's going to accelerate this number even more. Right now, let's just stop and just take a minute because I don't want you to get discouraged. I do have some things I can share that might help you a little bit. Right now, I know you're thinking, wow, Dave has just got off his rocker. You're saying to yourself that I cannot even think about saving a million dollars for retirement. And now you want to talk to me about doubling that? Well, that's a fair enough question. I would agree. But today, I want to take a few minutes and share that this amount is doable and may be an option to consider. You see, if you are young, because of inflation, that million dollars will be considerably less in purchasing power in, say, 40 years. In other words, if you are 25 today, that $1 million would be worth $300,000 in purchasing power. So again, what that means is, let's just say a car. If the car costs $20,000 today, believe it or not, it's going to cost $60,000, roughly, because of the cost of inflation. So you're going to make more, but it's everything costs more. Like Nate said in the beginning, because of inflation, your nest egg will not have the same bang for the buck it would have if you had had a million dollars today. And what's even worse, right now, inflation is running at 8%, give or take a little bit. And we can thank the U.S. government for spending money that they don't have and piling on literally trillions in debt that has to be paid back and leaving the bill to the next generation. 
you know, if we did that personally, we'd eventually go bankrupt and maybe go to jail. But I digress. Let's get back to our subject and show you a way out. Yeah. One thing I saw one time is the government spending. The government is the only legalized pyramid scheme. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, they're really whack. They are really out of touch with reality. Unfortunately, I think part of the reason is our president and most of the people in Congress are a great percentage of them. They're very smart people. Yeah, they've been successful in other careers, but not necessarily successful in the business world. They're lawyers and doctors and professors, those kind of things. They're smart, but they maybe are not smart in regard to money. And so they have been adding on trillions of dollars in debt for one reason or another. They think it's a good thing. And maybe it does feel nice for a while that, you know, the roads are a little better or they do good things. But at the end of the day, you can't do that indefinitely. And it has to stop. I think because it feels good in the moment to serve you now as opposed to thinking about the future. Yeah. So let me just talk to you a little bit about the time value of money and how your income will rise along with inflation. So again, the story about going from 1 million savings to 2 million savings is a little bit relative, right? So if, if inflation is 3% for the next 40 years, you're just getting started, say, you're earning, I'll just pick a number, 50,000. You're going to earn, if it was uh, down the road, you're going to be earning 100,000, 200, maybe $300,000. And that'll just be an average paycheck because of the time value of money. Inflation just does that. So Sure, in 40 years, your million won't be worth as much as a million today. However, your paycheck will be much higher. You know, at least the numbers will look higher. And in the example above, you'll be able to purchase things. It's not like doom and gloom, like forever, you're not going to have anything because of inflation. Looking at it from another perspective, this might help you clear up what I'm trying to say. Sometimes I'm not clear, but this one I think will make sense to you. I bought my first rental house for $26,000. And I remember at the time, that was a very scary decision because to me, that $320 a month house payment or that rental was a lot because I could only get about $330, $340 a month in rent. And so if there was any problems with that renter, if their water heater blew out, or if I had a problem with the roof, it would come out of my own pocket. It wouldn't come out of the renter's payment to me. So that was uh, a little scary. However, you think about it, I bought a house for $26,000. You know, how many people right now today sign up and say, yeah, I'd buy that two-bedroom, one-bath rental with a yard for $26,000? Well, it's all relative, and that's, that's my point. So now, 35 years later, I still own that house, and I could sell it for $380,000. That's now my, a lot of appreciation. Yeah, it's incredible. And so I've had, well, except for one I just bought last year, I've had all my rentals from the very beginning. And those over time, and again, I didn't get rich quick, so to speak. It was over time. The value of my real estate went up significantly. and The rents went up significantly. And that's how I retired early in my case, plus investing in the stock market. But my point is that what you may think of as impossible, I could never accumulate $2 million With time on your side, you can do this. You can win with money. So here's how you can realistically do this. It's hard, but it's doable. 
If you're willing to delay gratification until you are in retirement. Now, I'm not talking about being a miser and never getting out of the house and just having one light bulb on in your house. Yeah, you're still going to take vacations. You're going to have a meal out once in a while, but you're going to be more careful with your money. So in this example, I'm going to share with you, if you contributed 13.9% of your salary, and again, the example was $60,000 in this example, that is a good start, but that won't get you to $2 million. Instead, by contributing 27.8%, say in an S&P 500 fund, at a 7% return, which is very doable, you would hit your target. So that's a big number, huge number, but let me help you another way too. think about. Currently, many employers will contribute to your investment. If you have a 401k with them, the average in America today is the company matches the first 5% that you put in toward your retirement, give or take. Some do more. I've seen 6, 7, and even 10%, and others do 2 or 3%. But the point is, on average, companies contribute 5%. So that would make your new contribution rate not 27.8%, but 22%, 22.8% in this example. Again, everyone's different, but just stay with me for a minute. Okay, so now I'm going to go out on a limb. If I round it down to about 20%, just so it's a little visual, a little better, we're going to be very close. A 20% transfer to your retirement fund, along with your company's 5% match or 6% match, whatever it is, that's big, but it's also possible. 20% is a doable amount that you could save for retirement. And if you're very careful with your money, by budgeting and being disciplined, you can do this. You know, in my case, I've shared before, I started out by paying 10% for my first 10 years or so. And then as I got raises, however, I increased it as I received more and more money year after year. And so in a short order, I was saving 20 plus percent by the time I retired at 55. That's a great point there. And yeah, I know just when you mentioned originally, you got to save, you know, over 20% of your paycheck to retirement. I mean, that's, that does sound like a lot of money. But one thing to keep in mind here is Dave's talking $60,000 a year. And chances are, assuming you're in a decent career path where you can move up or get raises along the way, you should be making considerably more over the next 30, 40 years. So the thing to keep in mind is, you know, maybe 20% feels like a lot now. But as you get raises, as you move up your career path, chances are that 20% is not going to feel that difficult. That's right. Yeah. And it, everybody's case is different and everybody's income stream is going to be different. And it does change, just like Nate said. You know, in this example, when I used a compound interest calculator, you would reach your $2 million goal in 33 years. So that's, you know, 20% or 22.8% plus the company match, if you want to say. So it's a doable thing, and there's a lot of savers out there that do save 20%, but it's also not generally linear either. You know, like my situation, you know, the first 10 years or so, I just did 10%, but then as I started to make more money, then I pushed it further and further into that higher percentage. So this is just an example to show you how money grows over time. Okay, that's it. Simple enough, right? Well, yes, it's pretty straightforward, and if you stick to it, you will reach your goal. However just like Nate and I've been sharing, I know that during a lifetime of saving and investing, it doesn't go as exactly as planned. You're going to hit road bumps along the way. 
You're going to have a job change, maybe a health issue, or your family changes, like maybe you get married and you have kids, you have family losses, and so on and so forth. But as I've shared, if you stick with it and focus on your goals, you will win with money and you will win in life. So before I finish, here's another thought to consider. My example is if you invested in the stock market. However, maybe you want to invest in real estate or maybe you want to start your own business. These are two other examples and they could be great ways for you to create income that you need and you will win with money. So, you know, buying a few rentals or owning a franchise or two could multiply your options to succeed. And honestly, the options are unlimited. You just got to think and go online and brainstorm and think of ways that you can create a business or do something differently to win with money. Your options are only limited by what you think you can do. 100%. And it's all about expanding your mind. And hopefully we're helping you do that on this podcast. And even though, you know, maybe a million dollars or $2 million saved sounds like a lot of money. Dave's mentioned there's a lot of different ways you can do it, whether that be the stock market, real estate, starting your own business. All it takes is your effort and your execution of that. Right. So what are the three points we want to emphasize on this episode? All right. The first one is uh, because of the negative effects of inflation, a more realistic goal for many workers today is to focus on a $2 million nest egg by the time you reach retirement. So it does mean maybe changing the way you have thought about saving for retirement, but it is doable. I hope you saw from today's podcast that, you know, with some changes, you could do it. Another example, might you might have a dual income in your family that you didn't initially have if you started out as a single person. That's another example. All right. The second one is your road to success with money will certainly be different than the one I painted today. And that's just fine. That's, that's who you are. I wouldn't expect you to do what I did. But my goal today is for you to think differently about money. And again, if you've been listening to my podcast, I've said that phrase many times, think differently about money. Think of how you can win in this area of your life. It can be done. And the third example is that I gave today is aggressive. I know that. However, with discipline, with hard work and a bit of luck, it's also attainable. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate kind of the point that we mentioned of you're probably not going to make less than what you're making now the next 5, 10, 15 years. So 100%. Yep. So you can count, almost count on making more money. But what you need to do now is decide, I'm going to set aside 15%. I'm going to set aside 20%, 25%, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and set that amount. And no matter your raises or whatever happens, you're going to keep that percentage as you keep going in your career. All right. The last thing I'm going to share is to take action. What I'd like you to do is think outside the box in regard to your future. You're going to do that by reading books that interest you and dream big. Hopefully this, these podcasts are getting you excited, like thinking, yeah, I can win with money. I can do this. Life is an adventure and it can be an exciting one. And as you find the thing that you really love to do, start saving faithfully towards your goals. And the one day you will enjoy the fruits of your labor. That wraps up today's episode. Next week, Dave's going to hit on a phrase that you heard a few episodes ago. And that is, it's a real life example. Lots of people make money, but still never have money. 
That is the title of the next podcast, and it was spoken by a very sharp 15-year-old. Dave's going to go into depth on the next episode. And just as a reminder, feel free to reach out to Dave anytime. He's happy to help with any of your financial questions at savelikedave.com. You know, there's no charge for that. Dave's not making any money out of it. It's just uh, an opportunity for him to help others. So Dave's going to finish with a proverb today. All right, uh, Proverbs 23.7. It says, For as he thinks within himself, so he is. Let me repeat that, and you ponder that as we leave today. For as he thinks within himself, so he is.